0: When you play some ga- some games, you play Super Mario, yeah. he's jumping, jumping, yeah. then he into a mushroom die. Yes, yes, yes. Then what do you do? Oh, this game okay, is a scam. La. Ah, lousy la, lousy games. Throw away, cannot win one. <laughs> you don't do
1: that you
2: Hey guys, if you want to learn how playing Super Mario will be able to change your financial life and help you get breakthroughs in your own journey of discovering business and wealth, make sure you continue watching this video. Welcome to the Modern Wealth Podcast, where we aim to empower, enrich and evolve your lives by interviewing some amazing guests, people who will inspire you to achieve a breakthrough in your financial life, in your health, in your wellness, in anything you can imagine, right? So today, we have an absolutely uh, amazing guest. You know, I've been waiting for this day for a very, very long time, because uh, the guest today is none other than the person who literally taught me the ropes of everything that I know. Investing speaking growing up to be a man everything right like uh, this one guy you know has inspired and you know the reason why i am here today right and he's my mentor he's none other than sean sia sean thanks a lot for being here today
0: hey thanks for having me rash In hey, this you episode eight uh?
2: this episode then who
0: yeah. do you who do you get before me how come i'm number eight uh?
2: <laughs> seriously <laughs> like giving you, for-
0: <laughs> you say i'm the man who made you who you are like a man right how come how come number eight should be number one right yeah la, what is this <laughs> no, okay
2: bro, i think you're very busy that's why
0: <laughs> hey, serious, you never ask me lah. But anyway, number one, usually nobody watch one. So I think you purposely plan me number eight, right? Exactly, hey, exactly. Who is number one, by the way? <laughs> who's, who's
2: number one? Ah? <laughs> oh, Joey. Joey try, Joey try. Joey try.
0: Good choice. Yeah. Since nobody watched. No, no just <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. Let's go yes. and...
2: Hey, episode 8 is lucky number 8. It's a quad number. That's why I choose you, bro. Right? I'm sure he said that for
0: number 7 also. <laughs> wow, perfect 7. Uh, this perfect guy, seven. Uh... This is a quad 8, bro.
2: Okay, right? uh, for those of you I think Sean needs no introduction. probably see a lot of YouTube. But for those of you all who don't know you, can you just introduce a bit about yourself?
0: Unfortunately, you all can't skip that now. La. So, uh, my, my name is Sean, founder of Next Level, and I started out as an investor. But before that, I was in the military... Uh, working, actually I like my job, it's just that uh, the pay is uh, sort of like limited and that's where I decided I should do something for myself. Do a side hustle, do investing, build wealth other than just uh, having one source of income. So that's roughly who I am. Mm. Uh, wrote certain books, mm. had the privilege of going to many parts of the world mm. to speak to people. Common language, most of the people realised that they did not have financial education. So mm. wealth is important to them, mm. to have more choices. And hey,
2: next level does that today? Like what is next level about?
0: Next level, we teach people how to actually make money other than their salary. So, it's like an alternate source of income. Mm. Mm. And it's interesting because, you see, everyone, right, when you make money, it's because you're providing a value. And unfortunately speaking, for most of the jobs, right, they pay you a certain wage Mm. based on the value they perceive you to have. Mm. But I can tell you, your whole entire net worth, your whole entire value as Mm. an individual Mm. is not limited to that. That's Mm. what I realised. So, next level is helping people to discover your personal Ability to provide value to the society And then monetize it Get, get returns in terms of monetary form I think that's a fair
2: trade yep. I want to hear a lot more stories Of people who actually experience that I actually am a product of that as well myself Right. But So let me just give you all an introduction Of uh, you know how we first met uh, I was 18 years old I was in the army uh, I think he remembers very well remember. In Shenton House Shenton House Shenton House? Yeah Was Shenton- it Shenton
0: House? Shenton
2: House bro Shenton House As in <laughs> Okay, I see, and it was one of the SR events and eventually it was Shenhouse where I signed up like,
0: Oh, right? I thought it was like some what people spot or something like that no, Some uh, Chinatown, right?
2: China? Okay, okay, probably. Okay, uh, we've data. been shifting places
0: okay. uh, because people yeah. complain that we shift. No, yeah. I'm just kidding, okay? Yeah. But we shifted quite a number yeah. of places, shifted office. So yeah.
2: it was one of these uh, events that Sean was speaking in, right? So first and foremost, I think it was the National Achievers' Congress. Yep. was speaking in and I was 18. I was literally lost in my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. I was completely like, you know, I was recovering from my health, uh, scare, uh, And basically what happened was you know, I heard Sean and he was really, really inspiring, right? He spoke about value investing, uh, right? And I really want to learn the, the crux of how the buffets themselves invest. And I decided to, you know, hey, what, you know what? Let me just go and attend this program and learn this stuff. So I, I went and, um, you know, I found something that I truly, truly loved, right? Which was understanding companies, understanding financial statements. And I love the way uh, he thought about investing as well. He wrote this absolutely amazing book that I highly, highly recommend everybody read. It's called Gone Fishing in Buffett. That was my very, very first book on investing. Really? Right? Yeah, seriously. My very first book investing was Gone Fishing Buffett. I highly recommend it. It's so easy and beautiful to read, right? A lot of investing books, to be honest, are technically quite challenging, right? Like, you read it, you'd be super blur. But this book was relatable. I still remember the stories. I need to do it now, bro.
0: Seriously, man? Tell me it's some of the stories. <laughs> 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 no, correct. Because, I mean, yeah. the backstory of it was I wrote the whole entire book about yeah. how to invest. Yes, yes, yes. And I passed it to my brother, as yeah. my younger brother. And he said, hey, it's so boring. I can't... I can't finish the first chapter. Ah. And that made me like think about, maybe I should write it in a story form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I turned the concept into a story as if like a, how a young guy yes, yes, yes. Uh, meet an old man at a jetty yes. and yes. he was dejected. And and this old man actually taught him the ways of life yep. and how to invest. So exactly. I realized people like stories. Yes, and, and this guy in front of you, right? He's he's an amazing teacher because he's able to take daily lives, mm. daily stories and form them into like lessons that he wanted to teach you. Absolutely. So Rajvin... Amazing guy.
2: Thank you, thank you. Right, but anyways, the one who taught me everything is this guy. Right? Wow, so, I, I learned from him, And I, I
0: tell you, like I remember when we went to South Africa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Re, re, this one was memorable because uh, we, we were talk, teaching uh investing. We were talk about like the valuation of stocks. Mm. And I remember that we were in South Africa, it's a foreign country. We were thinking of what kind of stories relatable. And this guy talked about how he got cheated at the airport uh, mm. buying a SIM card. Yeah, I don't really remember that. Yeah, so I was yeah, thinking, wow, it's like just from the airport, he uh. bought a SIM card and then he, he paid a lot for it yes. and he realized that wow, you know sometimes when you don't know the value of it you, have, you pay a high price yes. and that's why you need to learn valuation so he can turn daily nuggets right into stories wow. that's amazing into lessons
2: wow. you, you,
0: so you can't remember your own story no, right? no, you no, see, no. I remember <laughs>
2: I remember your story <laughs> I remember some other stories though right? South America was amazing so yeah we've traveled the world we've seen a lot of amazing yeah. things together but Sean let's let's go back uh, yes. so you, you know you're an amazing entrepreneur investor and everything right but I want to ask you uh, were there did you see like nuggets of like entrepreneurship early on in your life, bro, right? Like, you know, if you go back to secondary school or whatever mm-hmm. else, right, if you go back, you know, did you have any entrepreneurial flair or investing flair?
0: Entrepreneur or investing flair? Ah. I think for me, seriously, mm. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember having like entrepreneur flair because since young, I was, dread, I was trained or, or dread to actually talk about like uh, having a stable job. My mom tell me, Every time she brings me to the bank, she mm. say, hey, see, aircon, so nice. Mm. Mm. Bank manager, you must study hard mm-hmm. and become like the guy at the aircon. Otherwise, well, outside very hot. Right? Okay. That's why she always tell me, outside very hot, you, uh. you better work hard. Mm. And then, uh, I don't remember ever like uh, stepping out to become an entrepreneur. Mm. I did have early part-time jobs like uh, serving at the uh, restaurant or, 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 or maybe one portion is I, I took out a telemarketing job. I, I think that one taught me a bit about sales and I was amazed by the guy beside me, how he closed sales and I was, I was looking at him like, this guy's a machine. He's the same age as me. Uh. 17, 18 years old. We were waiting for the military. That was the closest I can think of about a certain entrepreneurship. Otherwise, I was taught to really just have a job mm. and uh, have a stable income mm. and people who are good in business or that time, that time, one of my idol is uh, Adam Kuhl. Mm. My mom always tell me, He's born with uh, the ability to speak. He's mm. very lucky. Mm. So somehow my brain wasn't open up to entrepreneurship mm. at that point in time. Mm.
2: Yeah, that that's the truth. Yep. Wow, oh, wow, So, but you know, your I, I remember your dad also was is also an investor, right? he's also every investor. Like when how did he get into it? And then you started, you know, Robert Allen and all that stuff. You know?
0: Okay. I think that was after he retired. Okay. So my dad was a military officer. Yes, yes, yes. And that's why I you also wanted was, to become a military officer. Yes, yes. Uh, so I guess I guess my dad actually was a role model. Okay. And after he retired, right, I remember I was the one who started telling him about investing. Mm. And he might open up. Mm. So I thought I got quite an interesting dad. Mm. Uh, when I told my mom, my mom said, oh, better don't do that. There's mm. a lot of scams. But my dad said, hey, come, t- tell me more. Mm. So he was reading books together with me. Mm. Uh, we went for one particular a seminar by Robert G. Allen, mm. uh, author of Multiple Streams of Income. Oh,
2: it's a very good book, by the way. One of Multiple my favorite. Streams of Income by Robert Allen. One of my first few books that I read because of Sean as well. Very good book. is in my house. In the... Okay, anyways, continue.
0: Amazing book. Yes. Okay, so we went to listen to him and he actually sold us a three-day workshop. Mm. I think it was about $2,000, 3000 mm. uh, I remember after the $2,000, $3,000 workshop my dad attended, they actually offered him an inner circle group mm. which cost more than five figures. Mm. I remember... The day that my mom found that my dad signed this package, mm. she almost killed me. She said, What <laughs> What do you do? Uh. How do you brainwash your dad? Uh. And uh, funny thing is, I didn't even sign out Uh-oh. at that point in time because, uh, well, my dad already signed out, so Uh-oh. I thought like, he can bring a OnePlus One and things yeah. like that, which, which eventually I, I got to meet Global G Allen because okay. of my dad. And my, my my dad just told my mom, you know, he said, hey, seriously, uh, this guy said that he can help me make millions. Eh? Uh. So I'm just investing like five figure, ten thousand, twenty thousand uh. dollars. What's the worst? The, uh. Lose twenty thousand? Uh. But what's the best? I make millions, you know. Uh. Why not? You uh. think about the, the the risk to reward. The risk to reward. Uh. And and of course my mom wasn't calculating that. He said, what? You do you, you say 20,000 <laughs> she, she only can hear how much he spent. Okay. So so he he eventually went there. After that, he was my my dad, I think one thing my dad taught me, the character and also the ability to always take action, right? Mm-hmm. Is what helps me a lot in entrepreneurship. Mm. After I learned from Robert G. Allen, they did a study on, that time was 2008, 2008, 2009, mm. uh, subprime crisis, mm. global financial crisis. Mm. Many houses in the US, mm. Robert G. Allen was saying that, you know that now if you could buy the houses from the banks, uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the houses are so cheap, you can buy them at, at, at like $10,000, Even if you sell away the material, you make money. Wow. So it sounds sounds like, oh, incredible deal, right? So he planned for a trip. We had a study group. And then we planned, I remember very clearly, April, I think that was 2009 or 2010. Mm. We said we're going to fly over. Mm. After planning everything, only two persons land up on the plane, me and my dad. The rest of them, suddenly they had issues. I don't know, wife pregnant, grandmother pregnant. Everybody started to get pregnant and they are too busy to go. Mm. So only me and my dad went over. We went over, bought the first few houses and we accumulated about 30 over houses. Learned a lot of interesting things there. Overall, we didn't lose money. Mm. Uh, but some calculation was not as good as it was on paper because mm. there are things that you can never predict and mm. account for. But well, took action. And then we bought houses. Mm. Yep. That was one of the first interesting trips with wow. my dad. Yeah,
2: wow. And then you started investing in your dad and everything, right? I that's the...
0: Yeah, that one, that, one, that one is yeah. we started investing together. Yeah. We learned so many things. Learned that sometimes really... Something that's of high quality, you pay a higher price it's okay. Yeah, exactly. uh, just, just a very quick uh, story about that portion. That time, Robert G. Allen was telling us, there's this group of houses mm. or like this batch of houses. If you buy them, mm. you can rent them to the unemployed mm. and the government will pay for you, mm. the, the renter. Okay. So it's like, we're thinking, what's the worst case scenario, is it? Mm. If you buy a house, you rent it to the unemployed, the unemployed stay there and the government pay you rent. Mm. So even if they don't pay you rent, you still make money. Mm. So based on calculation, we were calculating... Uh, cash on cash, about 20% per year. Wow. Amazing! Yeah. But one thing we can never imagine yeah. is this, people who are unemployed, right, they may have more issues than just being unemployed. Yeah. They may owe money to yeah. loan sharks, yeah. they may like uh, have uh, I- issues outside work. Yeah. And a lot of times, right, the houses that we bought, which is yeah. for the, I would say, lower income family, or, or people with financial troubles, right, yeah. Uh, our houses got trashed, Trash mm. trashed trash wow. by loan sharks, you know. Wow, and and there's there's people who take drugs inside. The police come here, raid the house, break the <laughs> break the house, and, and and the police don't pay for it. Is it? <laughs> so we got, we end up paying for it and. Overall, because it was so cheap, we didn't lose money, but we did not, did not make 20%. Okay. Maybe overall, 2%, 3%. Oh, but for right. all the effort, I should just put them in the bank, man. But yeah. good learning lesson. Good so learning lesson, like, uh, I guess we didn't regret going there,
2: but learned a good lot. idea behind taking action and just going oh, and action. doing it. La, right? You never know until you try. La.
0: Yeah, and at least right? I can come to the podcast and share this story, right? Hey, Who else can do that? Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's a story
2: that you keep with you, you for the rest of your life, right? That's right. So, that's dude, right. so tell us about, um, you know, I, I, I think this, this story about you know, your venture into stocks and how initially you lost everything, you know, including wow. your friends' money. Like, share that with them and how that inspired you to really learn properly and stuff, man.
0: This is interesting. Uh. Mm. So I don't know what are the audience's, like, uh, like, impression of stocks, but in university, I decided to work really hard. Mm. Okay, so the backstory was because the time I, I signed on to the military mm. and I know that if I do well in my studies, mm. I can get more pay. Mm. So I studied really hard. So I took notes, I listened to every lecture, and there was this particular lecturer, mm. uh, International Finance. Mm. Very interesting lecturer. So mm. he was telling us about the stock market, telling us about a lot of things. Mm. So I was studying for the sake of exams. Mm. And then he actually asked a question. He said, do you all ever think about using the knowledge to invest in the stocks? Mm. Oh, that, that actually like created an impression in my mind. Yeah, I never thought about using it, you know. Mm. Then he, say, do <laughs> he said, don't do it. <laughs> so, so, uh, he said, don't do it. So so he said, do you know that statistics shows that most people can never beat the market? Mm. So don't even try. Don't invest. Mm. Wow, oh. when a professor at the kind of like level talking to you as a student and you believe him fully, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you block out any ideas of investing. Until I went back to the military, yeah. I remember this guy, Sufian. So Sufian was about two years younger than me. I, when I went back to the military, I was 25. He was about 23. Yeah. So same thing, we were having lunch, talking about investing, talking about everything on the news. Yeah. So after that, when, when Sufian, I, I can't remember who was it. It wasn't Sufian. Someone else mentioned about, hey, you want to learn about stocks or I told, I told them, hey, cannot. Don't invest in stock. My professor says cannot. Mm. And I give them statistics. And, and me being a good student, I have all the reasons why they shouldn't invest mm. in stocks. Based on what my professor say. Yeah. Then Sufian was just like smiling and he said, that's because your professor never learned how to invest in stock. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm. that got me like defensive. I say, uh-huh. what are you talking about? Professor, you know, uh-huh. PhD, who? Uh-huh. Like, you, you, you know how to invest, in, I asked him. La. So when someone argue, you know, yeah, 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 uh, that time la, younger, yeah. tend sure. to argue back. Then Sufian said, he said, yeah, my, my, my uncle did talk me a bit. Uh, uh, so I say, maybe you all don't mind, i show you my account. At sure. uh, that time, you all must remember, uh, you, you, 2005, you used a tonga to actually go into the laptop. I don't, uh, you, I probably you all can't remember the age. Uh, uh, now you use hotspot. So went back to the office, showed us a Tonga using his personal laptop. Uh, he opened his account. Yeah. I was looking at the number, like 200, $200 plus thousand dollars. Wow. It was a lot of money to me back then. Mm. Uh. And he was like 23 years old. Uh. So I asked Sufian, hey, this one, why your uncle give you one, <laughs> He said, he said no. no. He said no, Actually, I, my uncle taught me like a few years back, no. So I, I just take my army pay. No. Uh, army pay, you know. No. I mean, and he wasn't a degree holder, mm. so, I mean, he wasn't paid as much as me. Mm. Uh, I don't know how he saved so much money. I say, there's no way you can save two hundred thousand, you know, mm. over like two three years, you know. Mm. He said no. He said I just probably invest 20,000, and then it grew ten times to two hundred thousand. Mm. Now whatever my professor say goes out the window, right? Mm. Because this guy, real life friend, mm. really showed me that, mm. and and he wasn't. He wasn't trying to sell me anything mm. or anything. He was just showing me, you know. Mm. So, I, I told him, sifu, hey, can you please guide me? Uh-huh. Really, I said, hey, can, can you guide me or not? He uh-huh. said, then he said, oh, you can go and read a few books. Uh. He just showed uh-huh. me some books. I can't really remember the books. I think uh-huh. one of the books is um, uh, The Kanslim Method. What is it called? There's this particular book, uh, William O'Neill, okay? okay.
1: The,
0: the, the, the system is called Kanslim. Okay. So, I read the book, didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to look for him, disappeared. Uh-huh. Uh, remember, back then, we didn't have like smartphones we have sure, now. Sure. So to look for friends, is not as easy as last no. time. Oh. Couldn't find Sufyan and I started into the world of uh, investing. I, I know it can be done yep. because someone showed me. Attended a few seminars. I attended this particular one. I remember paid uh, a high five figure for it. Oh uh, no, four figure, four figure, almost 10,000. Attended this workshop. He taught me how to do stock trading. Oh, now, now that I think of it, a bit angry. Mm. The reason being, uh, the three days, right, after he finished teaching about the stock trading uh, methods, right, he was teaching us how to use this particular software. Mm. Okay, use this software, click sure. here, click there, everything. Then, end of three days, right, it, it was installed into our laptop, you know, sure, for yeah. three days. Uh. End of three days, right, the software expired. <laughs>
1: okay. He
0: said, to continue to use, you have to pay us don't know how many thousands. Otherwise, your initial, like, five, six thousand that you invest in is useless. Uh. So, I have to pay more. La. Uh-huh. So, I paid a lot to actually use this software and, and within uh, first month, I make about five thousand back. So, I thought, hey, not bad. First, uh. first trade, make five thousand. I remember Brad talked. I was bought do this mm. Singapore Stock Bread Talk. Mm. So after I make money, right, wow, I feel like, wow, I worked so hard in one month uh, mm. for the whole job, like right? mm. $3,000 only, mm. only, you know. Then I go to the stock market, click a few buttons, make mm. $5,000. Mm. Wow, e- easier, easier life, right? Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I begin to show a lot of my friends, uh, I say, Sufyan yeah. never teach me, uh. I will teach my friends. Uh. <laughs> so I told my friends, hey, look at this amount, 5,000, 5,000. 5, I say, Yeah, hey, I tell you what, uh, guys, instead of going to learn from that guru, right? I already bought the software, very yeah. expensive. You all just put money in me, ah. I will invest for all of us. Ah. We, we gathered about a hundred over thousand yeah. dollars. Within three months, wiped out, uh, left 40,000 oh. left. I lost 60,000. So, wow, it was so scary, you know. I remember, I remember very clearly when I saw, the, okay, I mean it's not the stock's fault, but it's a maple tree. I bought a maple tree uh, using CFD. Uh, back then, CFD is contract for differences. Mm. There's a high leverage to wipe out my account, left 40000 It mm. was so scary. Mm. Wow. So the next day, I just gathered my friends at uh, West Coast McDonald's. Remember so clearly. Then I told them, hey, uh, guys, I really have to tell you something. Eh. Then they, they, they see that my whole expression has changed. Mm. Looked like lost confidence. Then they asked, is there anything happened to the stock portfolio mm. or not? So I told them, yeah, I, I, I lost a lot of money. Mm. Ah. So I open up, I showed them. Well, wow, I tell you, one of the friends was so angry, uh, shouldn't mention his name, mm. no, no no longer friends. Up to today, never contact really. Mm. Uh, another two friends uh, just said, hey, it's okay. La. I mean, like, we are in this together. Mm. You didn't do it purposely. You will learn how to make it back. Mm. So they 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 encouraged me. La. Then I be decided that I have to continue to learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them said, I like, he said, hey, if you don't know how to invest, it's, it's actually called gambling. Mm. So when I started to invest, I the turning point came. Okay. So the turning point came is like this. Because I got this particular first seminar that I attended with this particular system right mm. so I was thinking well maybe I can attend more seminars to mm. find the correct system mm. but then well every seminar was quite expensive I attended mm. a few more so altogether I spent definitely five figures but I only left 40,000 in my account mm. so I must think if I finish spending all the money I have no more money to invest mm. so I begin to trade secrets mm. so I ask, I ask people around hey do you attend this workshop ah? mm. hey, you attend this workshop is it? I attend this eh? mm. we trade the system lah. Sure. so I begin to trade a lot of systems okay. until one day a friend of mine called Jasper he told me that he got this friend who used the Warren Buffett method okay. to invest. He said, "Want to trade the system or not?"
1: They
0: okay. said, wow, Warren Buffett." I go and uh. search online. Wow, uh. look like old guys, yeah. <laughs> I said, "This old guy then so rich." Uh. But okay because my friend then uh, never mind I Just just sure, sure,
1: sure. just right, talk to him
0: yeah. la. So they came to my house. That time it was in Shenggang, uh. uh, so at, at my study room. Uh. Okay, and I remember I taught him the system, I was so excited. Then he taught me a checklist, yep. how to choose stocks like Warren Buffett. Mm-hmm. And then he, he told me that he read this book called The New Buffettology by mm-hmm. Mary Buffett. Mm-hmm. Okay, daughter-in-law of Warren Buffett. So after he taught me, right, I remember after screening through, we bought Nike. Mm-hmm. Very clear, um, about $30, Nike. I, I, then he's there, no choice, I'll buy it because... I cannot say, learn already, don't do Mark, right? Then it's like a bit embarrassing, so I just buy a few of Nike and then I taught him my system, okay? After that, right, we didn't care. Uh, I mean, we didn't keep in contact. We just continue to trade, trade, trade. But after trading for one year, totally burnt out, very tired, lost a lot of money. Uh, I traded Forex, traded options, traded a lot of things. Mm. So I go and measure all my different systems and see which one is the best. Oh, wow, remember I read this book uh, by Cathy Lien. Mm. She got 1,000 trading systems. Mm. I couldn't afford to go and test all of them. Tested the best. When I go and compare across, right, Some of them lost a lot of money, lost 40%, Mm. some of them Mm. make 5%. My best trading system maybe make me uh, 7%, Mm. around
1: there.
0: Mm. Then I suddenly remember the Nike stock. Mm. I said, okay, uh, I need need more money Mm. to put into my account to Mm. trade, Mm. right? Mm. So I went back to the Nike stock, uh, using this platform called, uh, that time it was already TD Ameritrade, think or swim, okay? So I I opened up the TD Ameritrade, hey, the Nike from $30 become $60 in one year. Mm. So it's 100% returns, you know? Mm. They I said, wow. I never do anything. hundred uh, percent. The one I trade every day, trade I did like crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean like five percent, seven percent. I say hey, it is stupid. Lah, uh. I say I should I should go and focus more on something that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Uh. but somehow it doesn't feel very intuitive. Yep. It felt like if you do more work, you should get more. Absolutely. But the one I click one button then make money mm. doesn't feel good. Uh, but it doesn't matter, la. whatever works, that works. Mm. So I, I, I put more money into the buffetology system, mm. couldn't find the checklist, so I asked my friend again, hey, can you tell me that guy's name? Huh? Mm. Uh, but anyway, in the end, I bought the book, the new Buffertology, mm. went through a checklist, bought a few more stocks, buy it, and then leave it there. Mm. And I continued to trade. Remember very clearly, uh, it, Okay, okay, it was this particular trainer, Okay, I, may, I, I can mention his name because I think he did me a favor. He's called Conrad Lim. Mm. So I attended his uh, pattern trading, mm. looking at candlesticks. So I followed him very closely, traded, traded. And then there was one time I had a dinner with him. Mm. So he really like asked me why do I want to do trading? And then he set my expectation and then explained to me how trading really works. Mm. Super honest guy. I really love him a lot because mm. in the end, he told me how trading actually works mm. in the stock market for candlesticks. Mm. And he told me, frankly, yeah, if you make like 7%, 8%, you're genius already.
2: No.
0: I said, what, serious? Uh? Mm. <laughs> then, I, I, then I said, what, then like that, how, how do you manage to survive? He said, oh, my capital is huge. Uh. Then I can uh, survive. Uh. Yeah. Then I said, what, then like that, I went back home, I deleted all my account, (laughs) I deleted all my MT4, all my account, put all into stock investing, Uh, uh, the value investing method. That's where I started value investing. Then I went to US to learn from Mary Buffett and uh, and things became better for me. Okay, but... That being said, I think everyone has their different styles. Of course, yep.
2: of course, of course. Yep. As in, from different folks. La, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, you know, I truly, truly believe, you know, like, as in, I, one, one thing I always say my students is always, you know, wealth is made in the waiting, right? Like, you know, sit in your butt sometimes, you know, you, you generally will generate a lot more returns, right? Exactly. I totally agree. essentially what uh, Warren Buffett actually emphasized teachers on as well, right? Which is, uh, you know, largely how I got influenced with regards to my own uh, set of beliefs in trading, investing, and all that stuff. So very, very important, but bro, can I ask you a question? Uh? so with regards to trading, you know, for some people succeed like crazy, some people don't, right? Mm. What are maybe some characteristics that help people succeed really in trading, or like what didn't you have mm-hmm. that didn't that made it not trading? Really, is it like, for trading? Okay,
0: looking back, right, I didn't have a realistic expectation. Mm. So I think a lot of people think that trading you must keep winning, keep winning before you actually make money. Mm. Uh, years later, I, I would not say I'm a very good trader mm. la, but I still play. I still put aside a certain small percentage of portfolio to test out different systems, mm-hmm. and somehow, interestingly, I get better results nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the system is the same; mm. the market maybe changed or things like that. But I feel that I'm a different person. Mm. So I, I think people who okay, I remember I was in Cyprus, mm. and I was talking to this uh, head of brokerage of Cyprus firm, mm. and he told me this thing. He said that if someone a new a new investor, a new trader, opened a brokerage account mm. within the first month or so, right, he look at the person's activity, he will know whether this person become a millionaire or he will burst the account. So he said, wow, serious. Mm. And I asked him, what's the difference? Mm. He told me it's not the methods that they use, it's not the stocks or uh, instruments that they use, Mm. it is about how they position size. Mm. He said it's very important. He said that for new traders, right, or or investors, right, there, there are those kind that they show hand. Mm. They hear a stock tip, they throw everything in, mm. hoping to make it big. And sometimes yeah. they make it big. Mm. But because they make it big one time by showing hand, right, they will keep doing the same pattern yeah. until yeah. they burn their account. Yeah. Because eventually, you'll make mistakes. Mm. Whereas for people who diversify, right, even though it's like $2,000, $3,000, you will see that, like they are very careful investors. They, they park like 20% here, 10% here, and they diversify. Sometimes they are right, sometimes they are wrong, but they last longer. Mm. Eventually, for any skills, right, I mean, you need time to really master them, right? For trading, for investing, you need time before you really understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. So you need to survive long enough. So nowadays, I also tell my students, right? I strongly don't encourage you to go to the casino. Mm. Reason being, the casino will always win, right? Mm. I mean, you think about it, will always win in the long run. Mm. Can you go inside there, play a... The, the the black or black or white okay I don't I don't go casino yeah, yeah. but you know it's <laughs> the yes, the black yes, or white black thingy yes. the roulette right yes roulette roulette the roulette uh, there's a I think red or black yes. red or black yes. and then there's almost a near fifty percent chance yeah, of you yeah. winning can can you can you sometimes win answer is yes yeah, right yeah, but eventually the casino win yep. don't go to the casino instead think like the casino mm. can you imagine the casino losing like mm. after one year losing no no, ch- no chance no, no chance right the reason is because of this one. Huh? number one every time they allow you to place a bet yeah. right it is against you already mm. so you must have a an edge mm. an advantage so in trading I mean if you use technical analysis it's, it's an edge mm. rather than shooting blind right if you use uh, even fundamental analysis is an edge mm. the more systems you use to create a better judgement right you have a better edge mm. but you must understand something even if a better edge right example if you go into the casino same thing la. I mean even, even even jackpot, mm. they, they, they have a very huge age, right? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. people will still win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second rule is this. First rule is you must always have an age. Mm. Second rule is you must always have a table limit. Mm. Table limit being being say, right. You see, even the roller, the black and white thing, right? The mm. black and red thing, which the, the person betting in the casino mm. has a 49% chance. Yes. It, it is not it's not 50-50, because mm. I think there's a black and there's a red and there's Green, a zero, yeah, there's is it? Zero, there's, yeah. a, there's a zero. Yes, yes, yes. So it's just that small little age the casino wants. Yeah, so yeah but they also know there is a chance to win. Mm. So they will never allow Elon Musk, who is a, sometimes a madman, mm, yeah. come in, hey, 300 billion, I, I bet on black. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> they, they will never allow that. Yeah. There will
0: be a table limit. Yep. That's called limiting their losses. Mm. So if you trade like that, right? actually the chance of you winning is very high. Mm. Every trade you place, there must be a small H, at least a small H. Okay. And then you make sure that every time in event you lose, you can afford you take affordable losses. Okay, okay. Once you do that, I mean, given statistics and all that, how how you lose? Yeah, yeah, Unless yeah. you are super unlucky, yeah, yeah, exactly. But if you are consistently super unlucky, there's also way to make money, right? You, you're not talking <laughs> about right? You can partner someone else to
2: trade t- t- against you.
0: Against, yeah.
2: yeah, absolutely. Uh, inverse screamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> inverse Kramer. <laughs> Dude, so okay, so amazing. Thank you for sharing that, bro. So uh, then you went on to inspire so many people. You shared so much. You know, you went on from teaching a small group of friends to literally speaking all over the. World. How did that
0: happen? Okay la, Frankly speaking, uh, that happened... Uh, I, I was actually attending this particular program called Neuro Linguistic Programming. Mm. So at that point in time, it was very interesting. We were all sharing our goals, what we were doing. And mm. I told them, my goal is to become a multi-millionaire through stock trading mm. or stock investing. So p- people became curious. They said, hey, what, What's your plan? Uh? How do you, you know how to invest? Mm. Uh? Mm. So a lot of people, my classmates, right, they were thinking, mm. hey, how do you invest? Mm. So I was showing them like, how I invest, tell them how I sell options and things like that. Mm. And the particular trainer for the Neural linguistic Mm. Programming, Mm. he saw me doing that. He said, hey, this looks interesting, you know. And so many people are interested. If I conduct a class, maybe I can make money. I mean, it's it's quite simple (laughs) theory, right? So so uh, he asked me whether I can create a class. Uh. Uh, Interesting, that. so he he, he told me plus another three person. So five of us came together to conduct a class. Uh. Interesting thing, at the end of a few months, left me and him. Uh. So, you know, in every venture that I go into, right? A lot of people are very enthusiastic yeah, initially. Yeah, on, yeah, but it's whoever that uh, remains will uh, reap the fruit. La. So, we launched the first class mm. and then, then it was rewarding both tangible and intangible. Mm. Tangible is this, la. people pay you a few hundred, few thousand, you multiply. You, you see, ha? it is something that you are really doing anyway, you mm. see. So, it's something you are doing and you if, when you teach, you become even better at doing it. Mm-hmm. So, as you teach, right, and people pay you, mm. Wow, wow you see you multiply let's say someone pay you 1,000 then mm. 10 people pay you 10,000 really, you know mm. so that's, that's where I, I realized it's very rewarding tangibly mm. okay uh the intangible portion is I remember after my first workshop mm. interesting after my first workshop right we had a three days workshop after we conduct everything mm. wow I, I couldn't sleep you know I felt mm. so excited I felt like this is really so fun mm. like, I can teach people ideas and uh, help them shortcut so so I, I I begin to do that yeah in fact recently I just launched a program uh with another of my young trainer and same thing, wow, oh, she can sleep, you know, after that I, it reminded me of how in the past I first yeah, started uh. yeah. so, so, I mean, now, now I got a little bit more used to it yeah. uh, not say that, that I don't enjoy it anymore yeah. but the, the initial first fire, okay, right, sometimes okay. you need the then the younger re- people to remind you how, yeah. how fun it was mm, yep.
2: Amazing, amazing, and that's how you went step by step you know, eventually Richard Branson and all these different pe- people, places and stuff, right? Pretty cool.
0: I think, I think this is something I, I personally feel. Yeah. It is the competitive spirit. Th- that's what I think you had Because you were a national yeah, athlete, uh, yeah. a athlete as well, right? The the desire to win. Yep. Uh, it is a double-edged sword, mm. but I think that the desire to win makes you want to be the best at the mm. top. So once I become a trainer or speaker, mm. I asked myself, how can I be the best? Mm. And I was aiming, well, National Achievers Congress. Mm. This looks like the biggest stage. Let's aim for it. Mm. So I I worked towards it. I knocked on doors. And uh, eventually, I was given a chance. Mm. And yeah, that's that's where we conquered the world. It Mm. It was... Really fun.
2: <laughs> amazing, amazing. Uh, the desire to win. The desire to win. I, I, I love it. You've got to have the desire to win, now, for sure. That's right, 100%. that's right. That's something that I have in me, like ingrained in my heart and in my spirit. right? I really, really believe that. Dude, so tell us some of the stories, man. You know, there were so many people that you've inspired. You know, you literally created a legion of raving fans, right? Talk about community and talk about, you know, raving fans. To be honest, guys, like I'm not joking when I say this, like, um, you know, uh, Sean, He's taught a lot, but one thing that he's done is he's created a legacy of people whose lives have been impacted, people's lives have been changed and everything. Like, how do you create this lasting, strong community of crazy, raving fans, bro? I don't,
0: I don't know whether I have a formula. I mean, I, I was trying to find out a formula. Sure, sure. Uh, if, uh, maybe I share with you a formula that I recently heard, which okay. I think makes sense. Okay. Maybe we, we reverse engineer, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I share with you what I really think happened, okay? Mm. So, the formula they talk about is, uh, first of all, you must have a vision, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, a vision of like where you want to bring the fence. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to bring you from here, from A to B, yeah. uh, from not knowing how to invest to become super investors. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the vision. Mm-hmm. The second thing they say, right, you need to have when you build a raving fence mm-hmm. is you must have a villain. Mm-hmm. So what is it that stops you from getting here to there? Mm-hmm. So it may be, you know, uh, like sometimes, you, like example, Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. he said the educational system is the villain. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need not be your uh, real person. Uh. Yeah, it can be sure. a system, it can be, it can be the red race, it can be the government, yeah, yeah. it can be your mother-in-law, father-in-law, whatever. Okay. So, so there must be a villain, and that's where people have to fight against something. Okay. And when they fight against something, it become, they become emotionally charged. Mm. That's where they feel more bonded. Mm. You realise like even countries, uh, they, mm. they do that, right? Sometimes, I, I, I'm not, not sure whether it's true, mm. but they say that sometimes countries will start to bash each other, mm. Like, mm. tend to become like enemies and fight each other. It's because they want to bond their people. Mm. So my professor, who was a... Well, uh, uh, in, in NTU, he's like a political uh, science teacher, right? He mentioned that he believes that Lee Kuan Yew and Mahathir are best friends. Mm. But they said that whenever the country has problem, right, they say "Hey, I am going to uh, pull a stunt and mm. say that Singapore do this or Malaysia do this." Then we start sure. to fight against each other. Sure. Then our people are bonded. So you know a villain, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the third thing they say is a uh, uh, okay, a uh, vision, a villain, a vehicle. Mm. How are you going to go there? Mm. So using my something system, okay, mm. or, or, or maybe the the modern more well forecast is yeah. is is maybe the vehicle, okay? okay? As you listen to it, you become stronger. Then the three Vs, I, maybe I may not, may not remember everything. Uh-huh. The, the, the the third one they mentioned is also uh, a mantra. Okay. Like a mantra, like a certain things that you always shout together, like yeah. just do it or, or things okay, like that. Okay. Okay, okay oh, sorry, I don't remember four. Okay, so, but, okay, uh, identity, sorry. The fifth okay. is identity. Okay. You call your group something. Mm. Okay, I think like uh, Founder Hackers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what Russell Brunson did. Yes, yes, yes. So for him, I think his vision was like, okay, how you can build million dollar businesses without needing the VCs. Mm. Now VCs become like the villain. Mm. Like we don't need them. Mm. They are trying to take our shares. You know?
2: like that's who you uh, are screwing your stones at. Yeah, yeah something like that, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Or oh, he, he mentioned right in his yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. And then after his vehicle is uh, ClickFunnels or yes. Funnels, right? Yes, 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 then he talks about uh, his identity which is founder Builder. Yes. Then his mantra is one click, uh, one funnel one fun away. away yes. think, things like that. La. So, so oh, there, wow. there are a few things, okay? Wow. So Amazing. I think really in order to build a, 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 a raving fence, right? Mm. Okay, again, I, I don't think I'm the expert. I think I can do a lot better. Mm. It is really just caring for them. Ah. Mm. Really being authentic, caring for them. And I think that in this particular world right now, I mean, even in the past, ah, people want people who are real. But right now, I think even more so. With social media, uh, they want people who are real. Talk to mm. them. Mm. Don't tell them things are perfect, you know, things that can relate to. I, I guess that works.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I can share a story, like, guys, if you can share a story with regards to how he did it from my perspective, right? So, I asked him, I think that was perfect, that was beautiful, like, guys, like, for real. I hope you all took down notes, for real. Right, like uh, you know, with regards to the identity, the mantra, all that stuff. Take down notes, guys. Very, very important uh, if you're trying to build a community. But uh, if I can share with you one personal story, right? So like, I am a raving fan, right? But um, how did Sean do it? Um, it's actually in these these lines, right? Uh, empower, enrich, evolve, right? So uh, number one is about empowering people with that skill set, with that belief, right? That they can do it, that they have the power to go and do it. For example, I think that's one. But uh, the next thing, which is very, very, very important, is the empowering. Right, like you know, you can, you can, you can, you can, the empowering part is super, super important, right? Empowering in a sense that uh, you know you give people opportunities, right? So giving, I always mm. believe in giving, right? I, I, I always believe in giving, but I think one of the greatest things you can actually give people is the gift of, of opportunities, the gift where they can actually step up and actually do things, right? So you know, Sean was instrumental in empowering me to become to step up as a speaker. I still remember it was uh, National Achievers Congress right and then he was the main speaker he was the highlighted speaker right so this was the actual story it was in india India. this was in in india it was first in india and uh, literally he was on stage and then you know i don't think he even told the organizer i don't think he told the organizers right but then he then suddenly he just let me come on stage and then he said, okay, you know, Rash, you take over. Then he left the stage and then I... Just Go did, toilet that's yeah, why. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's and then fine. I did everything else, you know. Then the organisers were like, holy shit, you know, who's this guy? Like, you know, like, what's he doing? Like, Sean, sure, he's supposed to be selling and whatever not. But he just left it to me to do it. And I did do a good job yeah, la, right? I did, did. Uh, I did do a fantastic job. So after that, they're like, okay, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> this but, is but, the trick, man. <laughs> you got
2: <laughs> yeah, empowering. No, but really, so he, he gave me the opportunity, you know, kind of defying the organizer and whatever else right? Thankfully, I did a good job, right? If not, you know, it would have been some trouble, right? But, you know, he gave me the opportunity. I was very, very grateful, right? Why? Because that opened up so many doors, right? Because, you know, my whatever, uh, the my performance was fantastic. The organizers eventually loved me. They called me back again and again and again and again, year after year. And that's how he, you know, gave me the opportunity, empowered me, and I took it and ran it. And he's done that with Dude, I've lost count. Like, yeah, I tell you, uh, it, right?
0: before everybody start calling me and say, hey, can you put me on the <laughs> stage? I have to, have to uh, explain that uh-huh. this was done after uh, quite, quite a number of training. Yes, and I saw yes,
1: how,
0: yes. I can say, many people come and say, can I be a speaker? Can yeah, I be a trainer? Yeah. And we had a big group, remember? Yeah, Initially, yeah. we had a big group. We were training everyone. Yeah. And remember the story I told you, initially there will always be a group and then whoever that's left right, will be the champion side. Yes, uh, yes, yes, so whenever I have an opportunity, hey, you want to go on stage or not? You want to take this or not? Yeah. There will always be a few names that immediately they will WhatsApp me and say, oh, I will snatch it. Mm. So the common names will be Rashvin mm. will be Glen Ho, Glenn yeah, Ho. Yes, you yes, know, yes. Glen Ho. Sometimes he doesn't even, these two people, they don't even know what they're getting into, you know. Yes. They say, oh, I'll take it. Yeah. They don't ask too much. Yes, people who ask too much. Can I have the details? Uh? What should I wear? What do I prepare? In the end, people snatch away the opportunity. Yeah. I remember that. Uh. So you, Glenn Ho, uh, Chloe yeah, probably yeah, yeah. And, and they are now the superstars so yeah. grab the opportunities so the empowering portion also goes to those who are there to mm. grab the opportunities yeah.
2: absolutely absolutely, and that's how you know people's lives get enriched and that's how people evolve right they become better versions stronger versions and uh, you know and that's how you create that legion you create a legacy of people now who have the ability to inspire the next generation
0: Oh, right? that's like, amazing. You know, yep. the
2: next generation of people. So the legacy lives on, right? Like, And now that's exactly what I do as well. So in my own training, in my own business, for example, that's exactly what I do. I look for people and I see, hey, who really has the potential? You know, who can I actually give a portion to? Who can I actually, you know, get to step up? So that they can inspire the next generation of people, right? It's always mm. about their legacy and that's how you create that thing, right? It's the ripple effects. But
0: this is not something that's easy to do. Yeah. Because I do have other like seminar providers mm. who come and ask me, and
2: why, why why do you
0: get so many trainers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you uh, they they always ask me this question, aren't you afraid that after you train them, mm. they will become your competitor, they mm. leave you, mm. and that's what that stops them. Mm. The world is so big, you see. I mean, a lot of times we we, mm. we become, we become, I mean they may not stay with you forever, mm. but we can become partners. Like we are, we are partners now. Mm. So at one point in time we were working together, mm. we are partners. Mm. The the key thing is like why why you want to keep it to yourself? Mm. It's like it will be such a miserable life, mm. trying to safeguard your own matters, your own secret. Mm. No, just just share. You will come back to you tenfold hundredfold wow,
2: Amazing. Guys, honestly, like for real, like this is another thing which I love about Sean. Uh I the a lot of people talk about abundance. Talk about, oh, you must think in abundance, for example, but in terms of whether they practice it, it's a different story altogether, right? Sean truly lives the 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 the, the principle of abundance in everything that he does, right? It's always about there is so much e in the world. No worries, guys. You know, go and do what you want to do. Let's all live a prosperous life together, right?
0: But really, so, uh, there's, there's really a lot. Uh. It's yeah. like, you want to take everything, man. It's
1: like,
0: seriously, you pause and think about it. The world is so big, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, so, so, don't need to, like, like just just think abundance. Uh. Think, yeah. mean, think actually, think recently, means. quite interesting. Recently, yeah, uh, a partner of mine, mm-hmm. a very famous person, uh, I don't mention the names. Sure, sure. So, the partner of mine uh, wanted to sue another company uh. For using his slash her name.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. And, and that company is in China. Okay. So I was telling my partner, you, you want to sue a China company in uh. a Chinese company in China, how are yeah. we gonna do that? Yeah. Oh my com- my my partner said, no, we're just gonna sue them. I asked them to no, stop doing it. Uh. Then wow, so my partner sent loyal letters and all that, what? Five-figure yeah. amount, keep spending, you know, almost okay. every month. Wow. Then then the 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 partners, another partner told me, hey. Sean, can you also do something? Uh? We are all fighting. Can you also fight or not?
1: Uh.
0: Then I, I don't get into the fight. Uh. So, so I asked I ask the person, can you give me the contact of whoever that's using the name? Uh. Okay, I, I haven't done it yet, but after that, I told my team. Because uh. my team member is being pressured by this partner. Sure, sure. So I told my team members, let's call that person in China and see whether can we collaborate. Uh. <laughs> we are not in China anyway. Yeah, well. yeah, Imagine yeah. the person used the name and you say, hey, now legit we... We, we, we do it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're more powerful now. Yeah. And we're also more powerful. You open another country. Exactly. Why don't you think like that? It's uh, like, why you want to go and stop the person doing it in China? He's yeah, yeah. spreading your name or It's like, exactly. good. So, so, many ways to think about it. Now, but okay. why not think win-win?
2: Exactly. Why not think win-win? Why not abundance? Guys, I hope you guys have been getting so much of nuggets. I've been getting inspired. I hope you all love, have loved the story so far. Make sure you all smash the love button. If you all love Sean's stories and his jokes, and make sure you all subscribe to the channel as well. We'll be right back. What's the joke? Welcome back to the Modern Wealth Podcast, guys. I hope you guys have been loving the interview so far. Make sure you click on the like button. Make sure you let us know in the comment section down below what you learned the most from this session. And click on the subscribe button so you guys get informed of the next few amazing guests that you'll actually have on board as well. Right? So, Sean, right back to um You know, some questions, bro. So um you know, so recently, yeah, uh, one of the things that, you know, besides investing. You started uh you know, you had this one punch man thing that actually went on, right? And mm-hmm. you know, it was very, very inspirational with regards to how you did the one punch man workout, it kinda of went viral, you know, you appeared on so many TV channels, right? Yes. With zero ad spend. I think That's that right. got you to another level of people started calling you one punch man on the street, right?
0: Uh, something like that,
2: yeah. <laughs> right. So it was pretty cool. But uh you know, and then that led led to a creator program, which you actually do right now as well. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: The creators program, okay. The the actual the actual reason why yeah. we create a creators program, right? Yeah. is uh actually 2018-19, yeah. uh my my team, my whole entire company, sure. we had a certain restructuring and we realized there's like quite a lot of people. Now at, at, back, back then we had an investing program. Sure. So when I was calculating the number of people that can run the investing program, right, I do need a certain number only, a small number. Mm-hmm. And then I got a lot of buffer of people who is in my team mm. uh, that, is, that I need to fit, I need to make sure that they are doing well. Mm. Now, my, my personal investing aside, building wealth aside, mm. that's one portion. Sure. Right? But uh, to actually run a particular business, mm. I need to get them enough job. Sure. So I was thinking, what other things can we provide to the mm. public? Okay, yeah. What can we provide to, uh, as a service? Mm. And I was thinking, like, well, I mean, I'm confident in investing, mm. but there's only a certain people needed to run this investing program. And I said that hey, another thing that I'm quite confident or quite good at is creating other speakers mm. to teach people how to create their own programs. Yes, 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 so, so, like, I mean, yourself yeah. or, or Chloe or even Pat, Pete, mm. quite, quite a number of them. Mm. So, we created this program called the Creators Program. Uh, the name has evolved along the way, but the concept is taking a knowledge that you know, mm. see whether there's market demand, mm. and then turn it into a product. Mm. Product means either books, an uh, information product, mm. or maybe an online course or maybe a workshop, and then you can offer it. It becomes a business, an information mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So that's how how I created it. Yeah, mm-hmm. So so th- that was the mm-hmm. beginning of the creator's program.
2: And tell us some stories about people who've come through the entire thing and how they are... They well,
0: know. I tell you, uh, there's, the, the recent one, or uh, one of the very inspiring ones, uh, I, I felt, was actually this gentleman. He... Probably 50s, 60s. Mm. His name is called Sam. Uh, amazing guy. I, I, I should find some footages and pass to you guys. Then you can uh, show a bit about him. He wasn't very good in speaking English. Mm. He was uh, someone like, like a retired from Malaysia come over and then working hard. Mm. And at that point in time, right, he was thinking that he wanted to become a public speaker. Mm. So he came to us, joined the program and then uh, signed off for our high tier mentorship where we are going to put him on the stage. On the stage, now, now it's virtual stage. Mm. Huh? And then at that point in time, right, he was thinking what can he know how to teach. And he talked about bitcoins Mm. he did not claim he's a bitcoin expert Mm -hmm. he's just saying how to get started in bitcoins okay Mm. so his program is very simple it's like how to how to create a wallet and things like that and and because we we tell people to teach what they know Mm. right Uh, and during the conference right he said that when he was speaking at the conference he was actually hoping that his his family was watching it Mm. because he wanted to inspire his kids Mm. and then when he went home right his wife told him that when he speak right they went to hide in the room and then switch off the off the Facebook they didn't want to see uh. because they, f- they, they, they are they are fearful that he he will fail, uh. and they don't want to see their dad feeling at, at such an old age you know? okay. so they, they felt a certain like sense of like they didn't want to see uh. and then after that right when he showed them right after he speak after he spoke I mean he was he was just a very authentic speaker mm. just spoke spoke mm. to them like mm. from Malaysia came mm. over mm. and uh, I think he had like 500 or 600 old people went into his elite manek oh. and then uh, quite a number of them bought his program mm. and i think he if if i don't remember wrongly he make about five figure to near six figure wow. from from one one speaking wow. and he said that, you know i'm a public speaker now you know uh. and one speech right i mean people buy my program i make almost near i, I, I think it's six near six figure
1: okay.
0: and then the children was my brother he said wow uh. i didn't know my dad can do it mm-hmm. and at that point in time right he he really felt like it is not just about making money it's really like showing his children that yes even at this age i can do it so mm-hmm. can you, you know mm-hmm. he felt that he has shown his children a lot more. So he was like very thankful, and well, when he said that, right, he, you can see he's almost staring. Mm. So, so this this was one story. Um, another crazy one. Mm. I don't know whether you heard of this guy called Edwin. Well, that one was he. That one was really mind blowing. He came for the program. Oh, so so funny. So it was a Zoom program, so I couldn't see them, right? Mm. So I told them you must do your homework, you must do this, you must do that, you must record the video, sure. and then we check the video. Sure. Then there's this guy called Edwin. He yeah. said, "Oh, I cannot do it." Uh. Wow, when he said that right, uh, anger, you know, uh, anger uh, fell my heart. I said, what do you mean you cannot do? Uh, uh, it's like, so simple, click, click, do, do already. Uh, and then I say, so I call him out, I said, Ewin, uh, tell uh, me what you cannot do. Uh, when he on the camera, he was on the wheelchair. Uh-huh. And he literally, he really cannot move his hands because he got this uh, medical condition called Duchenne Muscular Dystrophy.
1: Okay.
0: Then he, okay. Said, he said, sorry, I only can move my eyeballs. Uh, what what uh, do you say, you know, in front of a Zoom like that? Uh, then then my, my team members began to search about him, uh, went to his Facebook. And uh, he's thirty plus, oh. and someone with his condition, right, at about twenty plus, right, that's the end right. of the lifespan. The lifespan is about twenty plus. Wow. So uh, after that, after that, eventually, I spoke to him, right. Uh, he told me that when he was young, nothing happened. Uh, I mean, he was okay until he was about secondary school. He found his his strength losing. He lost his strength, and then he couldn't walk. Yeah. Then his mom had to push him wheelchair every day. And then his hands couldn't move. His body started to actually
1: die down. die down.
0: And then every day, the mom got to put him on the bed. Yeah. And his mom is quite already. Okay. So, so, so e- eventually, through this program, he launched his uh, book. He launched oh. an Amazon bestselling book, oh, wow. launched his program, and then we put him onto the stage. We, we couldn't put him on the stage. I went to his house to interview him, and then oh. we screened it onto the stage. And then he did everything that everyone else uh, uh, said they could do but I mean, say they couldn't do it, but he actually did it. So, at that point in time, on Zoom, when he said he couldn't do it, he, he meant he couldn't do it on time. Mm. But using... So, he was wearing these specs, right? With a certain sensor around his uh, eyes, mm. uh, around his spectacles, uh, a certain clip, mm. and his... The laptop, right? There will be a sensor using his eyeball, and he typed word by word the whole wow. entire book. Huh. I can tell you, it's amazing. So, you tell me you cannot do it, right? You don't miss that, you cannot even move your eyeball. Wow. So, oh, then, then eventually, the newspaper also went to interview him. Wow. Uh, amazing. He, he launched his NFT, launched his books, Compose music, all uh. using his eye movement. Wow! Even eating, he got problem because his his digestive system and his. He can't even chew. he doesn't have the master to chew, mm. But he has the ability to create books, launch wow. things. Wow. So it was, it was pretty inspiring for myself. Yeah, ah. yeah, I wouldn't say, wow. I felt that through that program, sometimes our lives are, are the ones being changed. Ah. We, wow. learn, we learn from the students. Wow, yeah.
2: amazing bro, I feel inspired bro. Yeah, you thought you, know, heard no, I, I I you the, never, never heard this. Later i sent you the It's crazy. Story before, man. Wow, it's crazy. Dude, I feel inspired bro, crazy. Like again, nothing is impossible, right? Oh
0: yeah, one thing to, to share with you. So I was asking him, I mean I told him, I asked him bluntly, I yeah. said, hey Evin, Uh, frankly you're 30 plus years mm-hmm. old. And based on what I read, you are living on borrowed time mm. anytime you can pass away mm. and he said i know he said that because the muscle is also a, mm. a, a, oh, heart
2: is also a muscle right a, yeah the heart is also a muscle yeah, yeah,
0: and he's losing the ability to pump his heart yeah, uh, you know yeah, anytime you can pass away so i say why why are you working hard to do all this mm. and he told me something very simple he said that when he's young right he saw his parents how they suffered mm. because of him mm. like have to bring him to school and and they the parents are not rich nothing you know mm. they live in a simple house and he said that he don't think he's able to bring huge riches to his parents mm-hmm. right now. Maybe just a bit of income. Mm. But the key thing is he wants to leave a message to his parents to tell them that they did not give birth to someone who is useless. Wow. They give birth to someone who can actually create things. Wow. That was the key message he wants, you know. So, wow. so wow. much drive, just, just because of that.
2: Wow, dude, that sending chills, <laughs> goosebumps up my... Wow, Edwin. damn. Yeah. Wow, amazing man. Dude, you got to introduce me to him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I, I got to. He's, he's amazing. Yeah.
0: You should interview him. But, wow, he's amazing. Amazing wow. person
2: great man it's been, been amazing guys uh, maybe you can drop the link or whatever definitely he has definitely. a facebook page or something right? oh yes yes right yep. if he has facebook, you can follow him drop him a follow and stuff right i i love you know meeting this uh these kind of people why because they show you what's possible right right they show you your that your excuses are just excuses yes right? literally they're just excuses right and and Oh man, I feel so inspired. Even though I don't even know him, right? Thank you for sharing the story, bro. Okay, so let, now let's get into you know some of the challenges that you face. So again, being this online figure, right? Mm-hmm. Now we hear your stories. We, we know about the lives being trans, uh, transformed impacted. But to a person watching you and seeing your face ten times a day on YouTube, yeah. right, sometimes they get Sorry for bit, that. <laughs> sometimes they get a little bit annoyed. Sometimes they you know they drop malicious comments and everything. Saying this, that, and the other, right. right? They write articles and, you know, all that stuff. Oh, scammer, scamsia, and all that stuff, right? Really? I have, uh. a <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Okay, okay. So, so, so how do you, how do you uh, deal with that? How do you, like, you know, deal with... See, a lot of people have this imposter syndrome. Wow, I scared people will cunt me and all that stuff, right? Uh-huh. So, how do you deal with that yourself?
0: How do I deal with that? about how I feel about them, or how do I...
2: Like, how do you deal with them, how do you feel about them, right?
0: Okay, first of all, I don't feel much. You don't
1: feel
2: okay,
0: much. I, I guess I've passed that stage. Okay. And I, I I, think as I was teaching my children, uh, it helped a lot. Mm. So what happened was, uh, I guess sometimes you become better when you teach. Mm. So my, my children, uh, they were in school, at the point in time, they were in primary school. So they were saying, like, well, this person don't like them, that person mm. don't like them. And mm. they feel so aff- or, uh, like affected, and okay. there's the cancer... Uh, what do you call it the cancer culture where so people cancer like cancer is. you off yeah, 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 yeah. so so after that right they, yeah. they they were very upset I remember one, one, one day my, my boy was coming back and he was so sad mm. because someone said something about him mm. and he yeah. was really so dejected so I turned on my my YouTube on my Facebook, I said, hey, come on, let me show you the comments. So, I said, hey, this guy said I'm scammed, uh, this guy said I'm what? Yeah. I said, if everybody I need to feel upset about, right? Uh, well, I don't have time already, you know. Uh, uh, so, you, you, every day, you just go and find your job, uh, because every day, I'll be sad, sleeping, yeah, yeah. sleeping at the side already. Oh, no,
1: no, 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 no. So, I said, but,
0: but it doesn't affect me, you know, because what affects me is what you think about me. Mm, I told my son, it's mm. more importantly, it's about you, right? it's mm. not about them, uh. I don't even know them. They can just write a comment, they go and live their life, and I feel upset for the whole day. Mm. It's not worth my time. Mm. So as I teach them that, I actually did that. Mm. Now once in a while, when I see a comment, do I still get upset? Mm. Frankly, yes, you know. Mm. So, so the, the best thing is don't, don't see, don't mm. see, okay. But there was a quite there was one point in time, right? Just to, I mean, I was looking at one comment, and it was a very nasty comment. I, I can't remember what, mm. what the person wrote. So I click on the person's profile. Mm. And then when I, I, I don't know why at that point in time, now, now you can't do that, at that point in time, I can go and check uh, the, other, the person's activity on other people's page, you know. Mm. I realize this guy uh, go around writing bad comments about everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. So I say, hey, this guy's a professional hater. La. Then, la. I mean, if there's a professional hater, why do I want to convert him? Mm-hmm. Cannot on, sure. So this group of professional haters, let them do their job. La. They, are, they are part of the world, part yeah. of the ecosystem. I, I, I mean, I, I pity them. Yeah. I feel that their life is quite miserable, yeah. right? But may, maybe they are not. La. Maybe they just write, right? Then they have a happy, happy life, right? Yeah. So I just let them do their job. I do my job. Yeah. So this is the first thing. I, I don't really care about haters. I don't need to actually dispel people saying I'm scammed and things like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, recently I saw one guy say that I scammed him through a Go investment. Uh. That one I got shocked. <laughs> I do not even talk about Go. <laughs> so I asked him, I said, uh, can you tell me more details? Uh. And I realized an imposter scammed him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the one, that one I, I realized I also cannot do much Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you can think of how to uh, do that. But on my part, Whatever people say about me,
2: mm-hmm. I don't really care. Okay. I only care about
0: what my loved ones say about me, yeah, what God says about me. Yeah.
2: very very good. I think that's very very important, right? Like you know, who really truly matters, lah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Who really truly matters? That's why you focus on. So Sean, tell me, man. So what's your what's your vision, man? So we're going into 2024 right that's now, right. right? So you know, in the next five years, for example, where do you want to bring your company? What's the vision? What do you want to get to?
0: Maybe before I go there, right? Mm-hmm. I think maybe one thing I want to say is this. Sure. So when people say that like, uh, seminar people are scams and all sure. that, right? Uh, I just I just share this, lah. Me. After my years of experience in the seminar industry, right, I think we can improve. Mm. The seminar industry can improve mm. in a few ways. Uh, I, I, I don't feel that the things we teach are scams because I've attended a lot of seminars, mm. except for the first trading one. Well I feel like stepping <laughs> that guy. So, so, uh-huh. no, but, but I think uh. actually, actually, the the the, the 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 first seminar that I attended, paid thousands of dollars, yeah, then yeah. buy the software, right? Yeah. Years later, after I learned more about investing, mm. what he taught me was the turtle trading system. Because now I know better. Mm. So it, it was a legit system. Mm-hmm. It was a system that people can use and they make millions. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I felt that the seminar industry, why have a, such a bad perception, mm-hmm. right? It's because the idea of like, maybe overselling it mm-hmm. or overpromising things. Sure. Now, the thing is this uh, there's a difficulty. Uh, maybe I just yeah. share with you guys yeah. what I feel as a seminar provider or, or like, a, like a wealth sure. like, teacher, right? Sure. Now, the thing is this wealth is very intangible mm-hmm. and it takes time. Mm-hmm. So if I tell you, okay, investing, it takes time, uh, don't know how many years you can make like millions, but it takes maybe 40 years, 50 years. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, they, nah, I don't want this. I want to go for something else. Yeah. And, and when you go for something else, right, there's something else that promises you quick returns. Very likely it's a scammer, the, sure. the scammer who, 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 who really imposter me and then yeah, tell yeah. you you can get rich quick. Yeah. And after so many people get scammed by imposters, I realize that the public, right, must take responsibility also. Mm-hmm. Because the public, they themselves, are the one who wants to get rich quick. Mm-hmm. So they, they force they force the marketer to, to pitch it in a way to tell you that there is a possibility you may get rich quick. Mm, mm. So I think there's a, there's a certain missing. Uh, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm, mm. Now, are, are you able to get rich quick through property? Okay, so so like I told you, Robert G. Allen, how he changed my, my dad's perspective, mm, mm, mm. how we buy property, mm. how we actually make millions because of his teaching. Mm. When I go online, I see people saying that he's a scam. Mm. And in my heart, I know he's not. Mm. People who say he's a scam, very likely, mm. number one, they attended and they never do anything. Mm, mm. Or number two, they attend, they do wrongly, or mm. they have like unrealistic expectations, they do wrongly, then they cannot. Uh. Mm, mm, mm. But so far, have I met anyone where I attend the lesson and I felt that the person is scammed, right? Mm. The lessons that they teach is all excellent. Mm. It's the user that don't know how to use it. Mm. Uh, that, that's my perspective. Uh. Mm. I, I, there may be legit scammers. Uh. Mm. So it's like, I sell you a Ferrari, then you, mm. you always gear one, then you will you the... <laughs> <Okay, okay. laughs> they say, this, 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 this vehicle, is sucks. Eh. Uh. Then you say like, I, I want to yeah, refund. You, you pay, you, know you, you, you I, I pay so expensive, then this car how come so lousy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, you drive in Singapore uh, every rate, rate like <laughs> you have to stop? How come my, my grandmother drive the Toyota also faster <laughs> than me?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it's also the condition. Yeah. Is the car lousy? Yeah. No, uh, is the driver do not use, yeah, yeah. or maybe the, the environment is not yeah. right for the car, is it? Exactly. So, are there legit, lousy cars? Of course, yes. Sure. So to blanket statement, say everybody is a scam, I don't think it's fair. Mm. At the same time, I want to encourage speakers and uh, creators. Mm, mm, mm. Not everybody is saying you are a scam. Mm. It's just the people who say you are scam are louder. Mm. The louder minority. Mm. How do I know? Because every every month, still a lot of people sign up for my program. Mm. What? It, it goes to show that they cannot be thinking I'm a scam, then pay me, right? Sure, sure. So, people who say they are scam very loud, it's okay. La. Let them do their job. They are the they're professional haters. Uh. Sure. We, we need them in the world.
2: Okay. <laughs> <Interesting>, <laughs> okay. So, uh.
0: you're talking about vision,
2: right? Yes, your vision. Tell
0: me, man. Okay, so so next year, the next few years onwards, so yeah. right? I, I really want to teach people how to build wealth to give wealth. Mm. I came out with this term. Okay, uh, I, I think you know me long enough. We like, we like all this fun stuff to inspiring stuff, right? I came out with this term called superhuman mm-hmm. So, you know, humanitarians are people who give. Mm. At the same time, when you search for humanitarians, you look on the internet, it's usually people who look very poor also. La. I mean, I'm not saying that you must look rich, <laughs> sure. but I, I think you don't need to be give until you have nothing left. Sure. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think there's a need to. I mean, there's a balance, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, let me check whether this is correct biblically. Yeah. But I think, I think you can give. Yeah. At the same time, why not use your ability? I, I've seen so many people with so much potential to make millions or
1: more. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so... One, one, one simple thing uh, is this. Okay, uh, I, I saw one video which I love a lot. And I'll come to the reason why I call superhumanitarians. There's this guy who asked a lady, he, he asked a lady, he said, If I give you 10 million, will you accept? Mm. The, the lady said, Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Then he said, On one condition. Means after you take the 10 million, uh, now until the time you sleep, you can enjoy it. But tomorrow you'll you not wake up. Mm. Will you take or not? Wow. The woman said, what, what do you think the woman okay, said? Of course not. Uh. Of course not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he, he asked her, He said, Does it mean that you waking up is more than that 10 million?
2: Mm. Of course.
0: Of course, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you say every day when you wake up, like, today when you wake up, right? it's worth 10 million, you know? Okay. That means your life is so invaluable. And if it's so valuable, so, if, you, you see, when we do investing, right, there must be a certain matrix of why it's worth 10 million. Mm. It's because your life has the value of 10 million mm. and therefore, it can create more than 10 million. Mm. That, that's what I truly believe, you know? Mm. And I've seen so many people, even... Insurance, they pay out one million, two million, your organ, your brain. Mm. If you really can go and sell it, right, it's mm. worth millions. Mm. It means that this has the potential of making even more. Mm. Otherwise, it cannot be worth that much. Mm. Just like a particular stock, right? Mm. Why, why you pay that if they cannot make you even more? Sure. right? So, everybody has the potential. So, if you have the potential, why not leave out your potential mm. with the intention of giving? Mm. Now, why do I say that? A lot of people want to be rich, but they don't know why. Mm. I feel that a lot of people want to be rich because they are unhappy with now. Mm. I don't like where I am now, mm. money will get me out of this mm. place. But if you are just always trying to get out of a place without a direction to move towards, right? you Mm. can't get out. You'll always be jumping from unhappy places to unhappy places. Why not have a particular direction? Mm. So my goal is this. You you know the Maslow's uh, hierarchy of need? The top is uh, self-actualization where you start to give, start to think of others. Why not start from the top? Mm. Start from the top and say, okay, I want to be someone who can give, who can actually provide for others. And then I work towards that. So as as you are building wealth, give wealth, and we we call this thing superhumanitarians. People Mm. who are wealthy, are powerful, and they want to give. Mm. And uh, we, we actually came out uh, with this particular... Uh, we are working with this organisation uh, called, called Classroom for Hope. Mm. They, they use recycled materials mm. to build schools, block schools. Very mm. interesting. You can even go there and uh, build a school. Mm. To build one school, right, it's only $50,000. Mm. And and it can fund, like, maybe uh, another 500 students, mm. uh, children, right, in uh, developing countries. Mm. And these guys are, are same thing. Huge potential, but they are in an environment... They, 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 they have the Ferrari engine, but they are in a place where no one is there to groom them. So so I I thought, if you think we are in a bad situation or wherever you are, I think everybody got a situation that you are dealing with, Mm. you are fighting a battle that we don't know, Mm. but imagine these children, they they don't even have the fighting chance per Mm. se than than us. So this is something, my, my vision for the company is this, to build the biggest tribe of super-humanitarians. Which which is something similar to yours, right? You're also a very giving person. So, uh, for for me, I I like to give in the area of uh, education. I believe it really changed life. So that's the vision for us.
2: Beautiful, beautiful, amazing, amazing. I I wish you all the best, bro. You know, I can make magic happen. Don't just wish lah. I get... 20000 <laughs> 20000 sure bro, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> right. So anyways, thanks so much for sharing that, guys. Guys, I hope you all have enjoyed this video podcast. There's so many nuggets of wisdom. Uh, Sean, just one last thing which I want you to yep. share. Right? If there's one last uh, piece of nugget of advice you can give people who are like, Resh, I, uh, you know, Sean, I really want to be like you guys. I want to be able to achieve the best of my abilities and why not make millions of dollars. What's the one advice you give them to be able to achieve their wildest dreams?
0: Eat mistakes for breakfast eat mistakes for breakfast. Lunch and dinner. (laughs)
2: Wow.
0: I think that's the thing. You just got to keep trying. And after a while, you'll find something that works for you. But obviously, as you you try, reflect. You you must have a realistic expectation that everything you do right, Mm. you must have the hopeful inspiration. It will succeed. Mm. At at the same time, if it doesn't, what can I learn? Mm. So, a lot of people just going there, hit the first roadblock, ah, give out. Doesn't Mm. work. This one is a scam. Mm. Oh no, I cannot, cannot like that
1: one. So so,
0: or, or maybe i changed change another way, right? Uh, when I say, eat mistakes for breakfast, I love a video by Mark Rober, mm. uh, an amazing YouTuber. He's uh, he was from NASA. So he was sharing, sharing this video, I think it's a TED talk, called the Mario Effect. Mm. I love this, this, this particular idea. He said that, Do you know Mario or are you too young?
2: Mario, who? Super Mario, Super Mario. No, Super, Super
0: Mario, So, you are playing games last time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you play some, ga- some games, you play Super Mario, yeah. he's jumping, jumping, yeah. then he into a mushroom, die. Yes, yes,
1: yes.
0: Then what do you do? Oh, this <laughs> game is a scam. Restart, la. Ah, lousy, la, lousy <laughs> games, throw away, cannot win one. <laughs> you don't do that, wa? you ah. say, okay, now I know mushroom, avoid. Yeah. So, jump over mushroom, yeah. and then, oh, jump, cannot be eaten by the plant. Ah. Right? So, you, you learn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you treat life or even wealth creation like this, right? Say, okay, mm. the next time I do this, hit into a mushroom, okay, I avoid the mushroom. Yeah. Now I jump on the mushroom. Ah eventually you will reach the asking. Wow. It is really learning that, okay, well, you just learn, then restart again, restart again, and treat it like a game. Mm. Then it's going to be fun now. Ah. Wow,
1: wow. cannot
0: wow. be first time you play the game, turn on papa, then save the princess. Fun man, Stupid what yeah, 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 exactly, It doesn't exactly. work this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so treat life like a game, and wow. then uh, eat mistakes for breakfast ah. wow. that, That's what I mean. Just wow. have fun.
2: I think many of the people might be watching and thinking, yeah, you know, it's easy for you to succeed, right? Like, oh, you've already built so much, you have so much, you know, uh, higher ground for you to succeed and grow even further. So that's great. But I have nothing. I have no money, I have no connections, I don't have no knowledge, I don't know anything. Right? How am I supposed to start, right? So mm. if I ask you the same question, if I were to strip you of every single cent, mm. right? Of all your connections, of everything that you have, put you on a new island, right? How would you start from zero to make your first spot of gold again? one new island? Uh? Yeah, new island. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, no, not Singapore.
0: Uh. Okay, let me share with you a story that I I mean, it's a personal encounter with Brian Tracy. Sure. So it was in India, mm. and I was taking uh, the same taxi with him back from uh, the, the the India stage all the way to the airport. Lah. So mm. it was like a two hours drive, and he shared with me something interesting. He mm. said, hey, Sean, do you know, right, he studied like self-made millionaires. Mm. People who started from zero and then became very wealthy. Mm. He said after studying a lot of them, right, a huge portion of them make their wealth in one industry. Mm. Okay, more than 30%, I think, made mm. in one industry. Mm. Can you guess which industry that, that is?
2: Whoa,
0: finance? Finance? Ah. Uh, okay, it's okay, I, I also didn't know, you know? Ah. So it's like, my uh, this study was done probably like 30 years ago. Sure. Uh, he said that it's from the dry cleaning business. Oh, really? Okay, a dry cleaning business. So I was uh, saying, so what's the lesson behind this? Uh. Am I supposed to start a dry cleaning business? Okay. I don't know whether Singapore can make it right. Yeah. So his whole idea is this, he said, a lot of times trying to become wealthy, you don't need to be fanciful. Okay. You just need to go where the demand is. Okay. People need dry cleaning, you open dry cleaning shop, people pay you money, okay. end of story. Okay. Now that being said, right, so how will I start again If let's say you start from zero, right, I will go and find the dry cleaning business. I will go and research and see where is the demand and people actually want it. No need to be fanciful. You tell me whether dry cleaning, they they brand themselves like special branding, special... Don't have, you Mm. just provide something people want, right? So I find out what is the current dry cleaning business and let's say you have nothing, right? You start from zero, you have no money, right? go and work in the dry cleaning business first. Mm. To understand the business. You make money, you learn from the business, Mm. but you make money with the expectation of learning how the whole business works, save up from the salary, then go and open a dry cleaning. That's all. Very simple. Then when your dry cleaning business open up, is doing well, open the second one, the third one, take some money, you can diversify, uh, buy into investments. Mm. That's how I get started. Wow, Wow,
2: amazing, amazing. Actually, that's very, very important, right? Work within operations, learn, with yep. the with the mindset of wanting to own the entire damn thing. That's
0: right. right? I think a I think bit. Tim Tim Ferris also mentioned that, right? I yeah, think he yeah, was yeah. working in a pizza shop or yes, a yes, yes. nutrition shop. Yeah.
2: yeah, That's how it works. Amazing, amazing, fantastic. All right guys, I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode so far. It's been absolutely amazing. So many gems, so many notes that I took down myself. Right. So guys, uh make sure you guys follow Sean as well. His the links will be how do how do you guys follow you, bro?
0: you saw the links on the screen that they were photoshopped in on oh no, a uh, video editing in yes, yes.
2: make sure you don't follow <laughs> yeah. the imposter sean uh. oh yeah
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. please do if there's say, anyone on the internet that looks like me so good looking asks you for, to transfer money don't do that okay yes, please don't do yes, that
2: yes, yes there's a lot of imposters out there but hey uh, you know make sure you follow sean and guys i hope you guys have enjoyed the video make sure you like the video make sure you leave a comment down below and make sure you click on the side button so you can actually view more videos of such amazing guests that we actually have